What's happening, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. Episode 14 of the Shine Your Life podcast. This is a podcast designed to just share what God is doing in those uh, people's lives and um, and how we are shining our light. In today's uh, exciting episode, we're back after a couple weeks. It seems like kind of our rhythm now, sure. on a couple, off a couple, but um, nonetheless, we are back. God's doing some really cool things here at the church at Foundation Community. We have Randall Sorber uh, with us today to share his story. And as well, we got Pastor Scott. What's up, guys? How's it going, man? It's good to be here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, how's the week going for everybody? I'm um, just kind of just kind of touch real quick. Um, it's been a kind of a crazy week, getting ready to experience some serious heat over the next couple of days, oh, yeah. and in the last couple of hours, we've kind of experienced some serious rain, which we haven't had in a while. So, downpour. Yeah, I hope everybody's safe out there. Um, it's kind of crazy uh, traveling, but uh, nonetheless, Pastor Scott, what's been going on with your week? Uh, just a little bit of everything. Um, family time, of course. I try to get as much of that in. Over over Christmas or uh, the, uh, I'm thinking about Christmas break for school, but yeah. over summer break. Yeah. Um, and just trying to spend as much time with them as I can. So uh, might be be able to have a chance for a couple of days next week to uh, take a small trip, spend some time with them uh, before the school year gets back in gear. Once August come, it's uh, pretty busy. Yeah. And then, of course, church work. Um, I hate to call this a job because it's a calling, but uh, so- sometimes sometimes it feels like that. And that's OK. It's yeah. just kind of part of the role of being a pastor or whatever, but wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. But we've been real busy at church with good stuff. Yep. Um, so that's that's always exciting. Um, just some really cool things going on. Uh, I'm deeper than I've ever been, you know. Uh, now that I think maybe I'm finally treading water here, totally submitting unto God, I felt, you know, every time you go a little bit deeper, you think, man, I didn't think we could go this far. I right. didn't think I could get this deeper. I didn't think I could be this uh, dependent on God. Um, and he just continues to, uh, to, to cover us, protect us, guide us, lead us. But uh, I'll say I've had, a, I've had a lot of waves of a lot of different emotions over mm-hmm. the last two, sure. three, four, five days and a and, and couple of weeks. But I'm excited and uh, I'm just believing that God can see what we can't see. He's going to do what we can't do. And uh, then we're going to tell people about it. Yeah, so amen. Uh, I'm excited about that. Just having a really good week. Good, good, good. How about you, Randall? Well, I've been really busy uh, at work. You know, uh, I do construction work and uh, the housing market's going crazy again. Yeah. And um, we're, we're like five houses behind always. And, wow. And my boss is, he's been the guy that I work for, you know, he's a good friend of mine and we've been working together for about five years now. He's on vacation. So when he's gone, it's like all in my hands and right. you got guys not working. Yeah. You know how it is, but, yeah. and the heat kicking up, even with, even being inside with the AC on doing the work, you know, I was talking about hanging some drywall today. It's, it's pretty smoking hot. So yeah, I'd hate to be outside. Yeah. How long have you been doing construction work? I, I've been in construction area pretty much most of my life. Uh, most of my family is, is uh, in construction one way or another, okay. you know, siding windows and stuff. And I just kind of worked worked with each individual person as I grew up. And, and I went to apprenticeship program to be a carpenter and, and uh, had a few different jobs. I was in the military, for, you know, when I was young. And mm-hmm. But basically, I just been a carpenter sure you know and, cool. and i have really enjoyed doing my work you know uh, just like anybody else you know i've been doing it since i'm 53 and been doing it pretty much my whole life right. you know right so yeah we're staying busy staying busy um where was you born I, i'm originally from hamilton uh okay 
my parents are from Hamilton and went to Fairfield, you know, but I lived in Fairfield Township, still called basically Hamilton, right. you know, the zip code and whatnot. But I uh, grew up there uh, pretty much my entire life and uh, just happened to move out here, got, got remarried mm-hmm. uh, four years ago and my wife uh, was living out here and her son was going to Edgewood mm-hmm. and uh, my son lived with me and he was going to Fairfield and we had to decide where we're going to move and we lived apart for about three months after we got married okay she yeah. spent the yeah. weekends with me and i <laughs> and, and we decided to to my son said that you know edgewood offered some classes that um he wanted to take and he would he'd be willing to move up here and and nice. uh, so we've been up here but um getting ready to purchase a house down in fairfield and okay if all if all goes well god willing um we're pretty much uh, just leaving it in God's hands, and sure. uh, it's kind of working out yeah. that way that we're going to be moving, moving into uh, it. Yeah, that's exciting. exciting. So, yeah, we know about moving, right, Pastor Scott? Oh yeah. <laughs> Can't find nobody yeah. when it comes time to move. Right, right. Yeah, everybody can sit around and talk about it, but when the moving truck hey, shows like, up, but... I don't like to do it either. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not this fun. is my last time. Sure, cool, cool. So you was uh, born in Hamilton, and uh, do you have any brothers or sisters? I, I have uh, one. Sister and a half brother. Okay, my sister's a couple years younger than me. She still lives in Hamilton, and uh, my half brother uh, he lives in uh, New Miami. Okay, I think it is. Okay, so um, as you was kind of growing up, when when's the first time God was introduced to you in your life? Well, you know, as a child and a young not not a child, but you know, young a teenager. Uh You know, I I stayed uh, over at my aunt and uncles a lot because uh their son was pretty much a year younger than me and we was kind of best friends cousins you know and um i'd spend the summers over there you know in fairfield and uh pretty much most weekends and and they and they went to church you know and right it was one of the ones you had to go to church you know on sunday or stuff so sounds like my house yes i kind of went uh you know knew knew of god and you know a lot of my uh parents um my mom's family was pretty hardcore Pentecostal, mm-hmm. um, raised, you know, raised around that. But, you know, I just really had no interest in, in Christ at the time. Sure. You know, I was interested in hot rods and other had things. Has your uh, Harley Davidson uh, thing that you like about Harley, had that kicked in yet or just hot rods? I, uh, I've always been... Uh, a motorcycle guy. I started riding when I was about seven. Wow. And uh, my dad said when I could start his bike, I could have it. And 15, I, I started you it up. figured out I, how to do it. <laughs> I've been, it was a kickstart, you know. Yeah. Did he give it to you? Yeah. I, yeah pretty much. I, I had it and then um, got it, ended up getting a Jap bike and then another Harley and yeah, you know, yeah. so on. But I went, I went like uh, 25 years without riding my, having my own motorcycle. And, and this past, about four and a half, five years. Um, I met Gail, and, and uh, we we've been riding, and she yeah, likes she to has ride. a bike as well, right? She, she got her course. she got her uh, motorcycle endorsements, and ended up buying a motorcycle, and we do a lot of riding together, and she still rides with me a lot, and um, really enjoy sure. that. Um, it's relaxing. We just get out and see God's beauty, man. It's yeah. it's amazing, you know, like. Until you accept Christ, I think, you know, as far as for me and a lot of people, mm-hmm. you don't really get to see the beauty, you know, your eyes ain't open up to sure the creation, you know, yeah, that, right. that that God's really 
his masterpiece sure. and, and how beautiful the trees and yeah, I get what you're the saying. Mountains there. are, you know, for sure. So yeah, I've been I've been riding pretty much, but you know, uh, I was I wasn't uh, I always I always believed in God and and uh, raised around it, but just never. Never Except, compelled. Never, to, never. Yeah. yeah, I just didn't have a drawing, you know. Sure. And, and, you know, no matter how how much people try to talk to me or other people about, you know, you need to go to church. I think one thing is for sure, you got, God's got to start calling you and, and have a drawing, right. you know, because yeah. basically that's what happened to me. I was 42. Uh, and, and just God started uh, calling me, man. He, he was always constantly on my mind. Mm-hmm. Sure. I couldn't shake it. You know, I, mm-hmm. I hadn't accepted him. I, I ran from him for about a year. You know, this is getting into my testimony, but he was just on my mind, you know, and, and, and I had a, a friend of mine that um, he was a Christian and I, and, and I, he had been, uh, you know, going to church for quite a while and and uh he does the same kind of work that i do so he works with me sometimes and when i didn't have you know need some help or if he needed some help and he stopped by my house one day and he had a cd you know and he's like hey man uh why don't you listen to this and say that old garbage you listen to on the radio i was probably yeah. listening to ebn or something right. you know and and i took the cd and i did start listening to it and uh it was a, a christian group from around here called in stereo maybe some of you okay heard of them or not yeah. i think i have heard mm-hmm. you know i know who they are yeah. yeah but uh that's the that's the guys that really their music changed my life wow wow and and i started listening to it and uh, i went and talked to my buddy i was like man you know, it's kind of ironic. I drove past his house and, and I was telling myself, I'm like, if he's there, when I come back by, I'm going to stop and talk to him about, you know, this feeling that I got about God. And, you know, about an hour later, I drove past and his vehicle was still there, but I kept on going. Yeah. And I couldn't make it no farther. I made it down to the red light and I had to turn around and come back. That's when I first now that I know you knew you wanted to commit. the Holy Spirit was working yeah, yeah. on me and I could not run from that even as a a sinner I couldn't run from the drawing so I spoke to him about you know how I was feeling and he, he gave me some advice and it wasn't long after that I was uh be watching TV a lot of times, flicking the channels, you know, like most men do, mm-hmm. channel surfing. Oh, and, yeah. and I would stop, man, and it would be uh, somebody sharing their testimony just out of the blue, you know, like maybe I stopped on 700 sure. Club or something. Right. But and, and it just kept like that. And I started YouTube and people's testimonies, you know, like famous people, you know, like I was into mm-hmm. wrestling back then. So. Right, right. So um, that's what my buddy was. He was a, did some Christian wrestling, and I got yeah. involved in that. Yeah. So you did some wrestling? I didn't do the wrestling. Okay. I, I played a manager. All right. Gotcha. I played a role. As, <laughs> cool. Know, yeah. My, my, I've heard of some of that before. I know, like, didn't, didn't uh, Keith McRoberts, didn't he have some wrestling Yeah, stuff we did it at, at his church. Was yeah. that you guys? Yeah. yeah I know yeah. he. Wow. Yeah. We went to, I, I mean, but I got into that. Sure. And, and, uh, <laughs> Just by uh, flicking the channels and, and watching uh, people's testimony, you know, just one night uh, when I was at home about 1130, I was getting ready to go to bed and I stopped on the channel and it was a seven Earth club and Pat Robertson was uh, talking and he just says, you know, if you want to accept Christ. 
It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, how you, you think it's this big, uh, I mean, it's just a quick moment, you know right. what I mean? And you don't have to do anything special. You just got to let him in. Yes, absolutely. You'd be, you'd be free. Yep. And I got down on my knees and I was going through a lot at the time, you know, like financial struggles. Um, I was married to my second wife at the time and it was coming up on Christmas. And, you know, at that time work was kind of slow, you know, mediocre, you know, yep. economy wasn't doing so well. But uh, <clears throat> I just got down and, and surrendered it all over. I said, I can't do it no more on my own. And it, as <clears throat> soon as I did that and I accepted him, you know, I was down on my knees in my living room. 1130 at night yeah. hands raised up wow. saying the sinner's prayer after Pat Robertson you know and yeah. you know I went to bed and here comes a demon after me you know and and and, yeah. and I just remembered uh, it was a great big head coming and, and it was a really ugly face and and I remembered through my growing up you know I just said get behind me Satan and it immediately left and I never had that problem again yeah. So wow. the next day I was just, my life was changed. I was listening to my CD, cry, weeping tears of joy, sure. you know, just yeah. like working and, and just weeping, you know, this, all these emotions started coming, you know, and, and when I got home, I just felt the urge, you know, the spirit, I feel like the Holy Spirit was telling me to call my aunt Vicky was her name. And that was a lady that. You know, when I used to go down to my mm-hmm. cousin's house, right. the mom, you know, married to my uncle. And I called her and I said, I got some news I want to tell you. And uh, I told her I got saved. Mm-hmm. And she was just so ecstatic, you know, and and I didn't realize that how God's plans work until later. And he started revealing to me why he had me call her. And then he also, my spirit was telling me to call a friend of mine. I won't say his name, but said, call this person. And I hadn't talked to him in about two or three years. So I called my aunt and I told her that, you know, hey, I got accepted Christ. You know, I got saved and she was just really, really happy. And and um, God revealed to me later, you know, that she had had to start chemo and her mm. spirits were really low and, and this lifted her up, you mm. know? Wow. Wow. Yeah. He, he, he told me that, but I didn't call my friend. I went on to work the next day and, and, uh, went about my business, you know, still, still excited about changing my right. life. And then when I get home and I go in my office, a little red light was blinking on my answer machine. Answer machine. Yeah. Kids don't know what that like. Yeah, right. machine. Yeah, <laughs> I got saved in two thousand eight. You know, so yeah, a few years they ago. were phasing out right yeah. about then. So my answer machine was blinking, and I went over and pushed a button, and it was it was my friend that God told that me you to didn't call. call. Wow! And he had a job; a tree fell near his house, and he wanted me to give him an estimate for insurance. And uh, I went out and gave him an estimate, and got the job, made about ten thousand yeah. dollars in about a week. Yeah, you can handle that. Paid God off, already blessing him. Yeah, yeah. Paid, paid off all my bills. Uh, had Christmas to give my friend a thousand dollars because I paid it forward because somebody had did that to me one time. That's good. Yeah, yeah, I paid it forward, and then God, you know, I'm kind of fast forward through here, but God revealed to me if, uh, a little bit later on. He said, "See, Randall," he said, "I was 
working on your behalf immediately when you accepted me. You just didn't follow my instructions. See, if you would have called your friend today before you would have had that job and that stress would have been off of it. But God has always been working mm-hmm. on my behalf and since I accepted him. And and when Pastor Scott started his series uh, Sunday about being rooted, I told him I, I got my notebook out and yeah. I started taking notes. I hadn't taken notes in a long time. Okay. And it and I wanted to, re- to remember to bring it up during this podcast. But ever since I accepted Christ and I planted my roots in him, I have done nothing but my life has flourished. Even though I had to go through a divorce mm-hmm. because God had to right. cut away that um, unequally yoked mm-hmm. person that I was with because I wasn't married in the eyes of God. I, right. I was married in the eyes of man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. A lot of people think, you know, just because you get married and then you get divorced, it, my opinion, this is my opinion mm-hmm. only, is when I was living in sin, and the other person was living in sin and I was married. I just did it because that's what you're supposed to do. It's tradition. You know, you go to church, you get married and you say these vows. I wasn't worried about God or didn't care about God. When I got married the second time and Gail and I both was in Christ and he was the center of our um, circle. The meaning was different when I got married. Oh, yeah. And my life has been, and my marriage mm-hmm. has been nothing but yeah. a blessing, you know. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So when you planted, he started to, when, you started to thrive. When, when you, when you plant yourself in Christ and you really dig in, I did, I was always going to church and, and studying and learning and listening to podcasts and mm-hmm. listening to different pastors and preachers and speakers, you know, and always just trying to grow and get knowledge, you know, like I that's how it. I met yeah. your dad, you I know, at, at going to Sunday school at, at Princeton Pike, you know, that's the... That's the first church I went to. I, I always said I'd never go to that church. It's way too big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was where the band was playing. And I go there that Friday night, yeah. walked in and, and went there for several years until God moved me. But I met Pastor Simon there. and Yeah, he and was in his Sunday school class. Really? There. I yeah. went to their yeah. Sunday wow. school class. And then um, kind of when, when they left, it was about the time that I left. And... Um, Went to uh, Summit Church out in Old Oxford. I went yeah. there for about eight years, you know. Gail and I met there. We got married there. And I had been to um, Foundation a couple yeah. different times because, like I said, I you know, like on Friday nights, you know, instead of going out, I would go to maybe the Josh Willis had church on sure. yep. on yep. Friday nights. I would go down there yep. and, and uh, you know, Princeton Pike had Wednesday. So I was always trying to stay busy, you know, because I was a, a new follower of Christ and, and it's easy to fall back and, you know, you go through a divorce and you get, you know, you're losing your house, sure, right. you're um, struggling between, between my son and my ex, you know, we'd have to go to the police station to do custody changes and all this. But, you know, God worked it out. He he, he moved in with me and yeah. and I didn't have to pay child support. We did share parenting. But God's just been so amazing in my life, you know. He he just he he just does above and beyond anything that people could imagine. You know, one time 
I had always paid my tithes, you know, just paid, you know, like been a giver. Mm-hmm. But when I made a decision on my own, I says, you know, I'm going to, I told Scott mm-hmm. about this a little bit, but I made a decision that I said, I'm going to pay my tithes like I'm supposed to. I wasn't looking for any gain. I wasn't looking for anything. And, and as soon as I started doing that, the very next week, I got a $1,000 bonus from work. I never had a bonus ever. And he just kept blessing and blessing me. And I try to share this testimony to people. And, and at um, my other church that I was attending, I would share, share it up. And just to let people know that God really is true to his word. And if you, I wasn't doing it to get a bonus. I wasn't doing it to get anything, mm-hmm. a raise, um, a different vehicle, all these things that God just starts blessing you, just like you were saying, mm-hmm. he's, he just starts overflowing you yes. Yes. With, yeah. with things, blessings, you know, all these desires that you have, you know. It's it's, a, a, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. It's available. It's, uh, it's available to you if you just Yeah, that's a good way to over. put it. It's available yeah. to you. Yeah. Um it's like, you know, this gift of grace is so good. And then um gosh, I can't remember how God revealed it to me this morning, but I was thinking about it. But basically, um after grace, once you realize this is your gift and you accept Christ as your savior, like there's a lot more things that you can experience in God and be oh, blessed. Yeah. And um, when you put these spiritual disciplines in place, one would be, Hey, I'm going to pay my tithes, mm-hmm. not because I want something in return, but because God's been so good to me that I'm compelled to want to get back into his kingdom. I want to sow seed because I yeah. want to see his love spread or whatever. Um, that grace is just the starting point. That's the platform by which God said, here, you can't do it on your own. So I'm going to send, I'm going to send Jesus to die for you. Wait till you get a load of this. You know what I mean? And you got to, that's the beginning. Right. So people miss out on so much. They do. I mean, just like you was talking about our, our uh, class at nine 30 in the morning, we come in and we, we, uh, study and we talk and, and we come in here and pastor Scott, he wasn't in the class, but he talks about a lot of things that we hit on. There, there's so much that, that people miss out on by not digging in and really letting God be the center of all that they do. Mm-hmm, right. God's the center of, yep. of Gail and I's entire life. Mm-hmm. That's what we talk about almost every day. I mean, every day. It's not almost. It is every hey, day. That answers a lot yeah. of questions, doesn't it? Yeah. There's so many questions that Jen and I do not have to talk about because there's some commonalities that we know we have through God. Mm -hmm. We believe some things that we don't really have to discuss often. And it makes your relationship so much more healthy. Like we know that prayer works. We know in times of crisis, we got to lean on, like you don't have, when you don't have a partner that you got to try to convince someone of that, man, you got a long, hard road to toe, you know? Yeah. Andrea and I is the same way. It's, It's, it it always goes back to, to Christ and God. Everything we do is is about it, you know, even things at work and Gail's goes Mm -hmm. through things or, uh, our Facebook post or something that somebody posts on Facebook, we'll be talking about it. And we just always are are making that 
every our everything, you right. know. And even when we do have disagreements and the enemy comes in and tries to divide and cause turmoil, mm-hmm. you know, because even he's that's always what he does. He, he does. that's yes. I mean, he's always gonna be coming in. That's why we gotta renew our minds daily. That's why we gotta come to church and be around like minded people right. to mm-hmm. strengthen to so when we go through these things and Pastor Scott preaches about it, it's like Oh, God he knows what you're going through, and he's letting you know, hang in there, dig in, don't give up, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it's easy for a lot of people to give up when they go through struggles, you know, mm-hmm. just like when Gail was going through her uh, breast cancer issue, you know, that she sure. spoke about. It's easy to get discouraged and, sure and like, why is this happening to me? Or, you know, now we got a really good friend of ours that's that's has this same Thing that Gail had, but hers was like a stage three, now stage four, and the chemo's not working. And mm-hmm. we're constantly in prayer for them, and we're constantly talking, you know, you know, speaking about them. Just Gail and I be talking about things, and and we met with them um, Saturday night. We had they had a bike thing, a bunch of motorcycles you know up at mm-hmm. Miamisburg they have and we we met them because they live up north and we live down here but we met up with them and had had uh, dinner and was talking and sharing and and you know like she had has to go to Columbus every so often to do this chemo yeah. you know and somebody has to take mm-hmm. her up there right. and now now they admit her in a hospital and she's not doing very well and so we're in constant prayer or prayer with her for for her at in our class Gail and I and we're constantly thinking about you know, like we want God to move and we're believing that he, he's going to move, but you know, God's got a plan and a purpose for everybody. Sure. We don't know yeah. what it is. We just have to have faith that he's going to move on it, whether he does or he doesn't. Yeah. Because we don't know why one thing happens to one person and another happens to someone else, even though we're both equally faithful sure. and, you know, we're, we're seeking after Christ, but you know, God is on the outside of time. We, he don't live by the way that we think he does, you know, right. we try to put him in that box, yep. you know, yeah. that's a song that's really was a powerful song to me. You know, we try to put God inside these four walls and just say, this is what we want you to do. Nothing right. more, nothing less. You know, he, yeah, we're he missing out when we do that. And yeah, he does. We just don't know it. Yeah. And he does something and you may not realize it for months down the line, you know, mm-hmm. you know, sure. it, it even had happened to me, you know, a situation was uh, prophesied about something in my life and I was expecting it to happen the next day and it didn't happen. And about a month later, my buddy comes up and says, Hey, God says it's his time, not yours. So it took four years, but I kept my, I kept faith, you know, Mm -hmm. I've always kept my faith, you know, matter what kind of situation I went through, you know, just saying, you know, God knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Sure does. Amen. It's hard sometimes, but, you know, you know, that's what this is all about. Yeah. That's what shine your lights all about. That's what, you know, coming to church is about, you know, it's not just coming on Sunday and then, and then just going on about your business the rest of the week. You really got to, you got to let your light shine Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday afternoon. You know, and that's what we try to do, you know. Yeah. I was going to ask that. How do you, 
shine your light in a, in, you know, today? What? So a lot of things, one, a few of things that I really like to do is I like to keep a positive, positive attitude at work or just while I'm out in public. And not only when I'm in public, even at home, I really try to refrain from using cuss words. Mm -hmm. Even if I smash my finger or I stub my toe or somebody pulls out in front of me, you know, a lot of us has those kind of issues when we drive, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I really was impatient and still am a lot, but you know, uh, I listen to a lot of Christian radio or pod podcasts, you know, right, right. I, I don't like to have advertisements. So I usually got my playlist together and, you know, the guys, they, they pretty much already know that I'm going to play my Christian music. And, uh, now sometimes of course I, I, I give into and let the guys listen to something, you know, but usually when I get off, I change the radio station. They go sure. listen to what they want, but you know, I just try to be positive and, and, uh, you know, let my light shine, let God's light shine through me that mm-hmm. way. And I don't really preach it, preach to nobody and, and put God down their throat. But when thing, when things arise and something happens and, and somebody opens the door for me to let them know how God's changed my life right? and how God can work and, and make things better for us and, and make our lives easy. You know, it says our burdens are heavy, but his is light, you know, give them to me and I'll, yes. yeah. you know, make your yeah. way Yoke easy. Is easy. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we got to lay it down and let God, but we always lay it down and pick it up, lay it down to pick it up. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, but it's good to have, you know, like Gail on my side and I'm on her side. So when she can pick me up and I can pick her up, you know. That's one of the, you, you made me think a little bit there, Randall, about, so people, the number one way people come to church is they were invited. And usually they're invited by someone they know or trust. So there's some credibility there. So usually if you talk to some of these folks, most of them just didn't happen in here. Right. They were invited. So one of the things, well, we talked about it a little bit in our growth track, like, well, how do you invite somebody? You just can't go down the street passing out tracks. I mean, you could, but... um People might think you're a yahoo too. I don't know. Or maybe it was the right time they needed it. What you're doing a lot of times is you're not just for a church invite, but you're setting the table for, like you mentioned, something's going to happen in their life where they're going to struggle. Some crisis is going to come their way. Um, I didn't say all that to say to invite them to church, but the way you're living, you're setting the table to eventually shine your light. And if you don't set the table, if you don't live your life setting the table and shining your light, they'll never know that you're that person of refuge. You know, like ultimate, we know it's God, but they don't know that. They know that Randall is a person of faith and eventually you're going to have that moment. It's so important. Like people would think, well, just not saying a cuss word doesn't get you to heaven or just not doing this doesn't blah. Well, it does a whole lot more than you can really ever imagine. Mm-hmm. You right. know what I mean? Because we're the salt of the earth. I mean, if we're not trying to shine that light and live that way, well then man, we'd be in a mess. I mean, we're partly in a mess anyway. You know right. what I mean? Sure. All you sure. got to do is, yeah. you know, take a look around. But yeah. I, and I, you said something earlier, you know, you've mentioned a couple of times you don't preach and, and, you know, we could probably sit and, and talk about, what we should say or what we shouldn't. Everybody's kind of got their own opinion. What's Joyce Meyer say? Right. You know, preach, 
you preach sometimes. Preach every day. And see your use actions. Words sometimes. You said set the table because yeah. ultimately we can listen to each other. It's really when we start listening to our heart that, you know, and if the table's yeah. set, when we're ready to listen to our heart, because we can tell each other all we want all day long about whatever subject, but until we start listening yeah, yeah, that's good. to our yeah. heart, you know, and I think that's important when the table set and the actions have been modeled. Yeah. His when words person, and his action. When that up. person starts to want to act upon their heart, then you're yeah. the conduit. That I've, can. Had, I've had, I've had, uh, uh, I use um, social media gurus yeah. like everybody yeah. else on yeah. Facebook, or, <laughs> you know, but yeah. I, I'm God, guns and country, you know, yeah. I, I'm hardcore, uh, you know, I love America, man. Yeah, sure, you know, sure. I mean, I've been to some. I've been to Korea because you served. I was going right. to ask you yeah. now. So, what? When did? When did you serve? And what branches and things like that? I, I was in the United States Army, and I went in in nineteen eighty four okay. to eighty seven. I graduated early. I was seventeen when I went in. My nice. mom. My mom did not like the idea of me going in right. see what she had to sign the paper and i told her i said well if you don't sign i'll get my dad to do she it she thought you were going to the cold war yeah she was not happy but you know um my opinion everybody that turns 18 should have to do serve three years yeah. two years yeah. or a year yeah. in the in some armed services for the country mm -hmm. i mean I've, I've been to other countries so i can s say that this is the best country that you could live in. Mm -hmm, I sure. mean, people's yeah. going crazy right mm -hmm. now, but it definitely, but I use my Facebook and I try right. to be positive and, and I try, and every morning I usually share two to three scriptures that I read every yeah. morning. I get emailed to me. Caleb, so, one of them, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. I do Caleb and, uh, and, um, 93, three. Mm, and, yeah. um, and I just get another yeah. one where I read a devotional. And so that's, that's me. You know, my wife gets up and she reads and writes and stuff. I can't do that. Right. I get up and I read three scriptures and, uh, and I usually share three scriptures yeah. on Facebook. And then if, if, uh, somebody from, from uh foundation, is that you've been putting the scriptures yeah, on both of, I mm -hmm. usually put the scriptures on, yeah. but that's just, so I usually I share, I usually like to share those. Um, and I've had a, a lot of people private message me and tell them that, you know, that really, they really appreciate that I do that. Sure. You know, because, you know, my friends are not the same as your guys's are, yeah, you know, right. we all got different friends and, and, and they said it really helps them. They Good. read them every day. Good. They look forward to me posting them. So I try awesome. to do it every morning, you know, it's, it's kind of like a ritual thing. So, you know, since I get up and I, and I'm having my private time, I usually read three three scriptures and I share either all three or two, you know, whatever I feel like God's telling me to, to do sometimes, you know, some stuff is not for people. They just ain't going to comprehend it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's Christianity. And I have been one to, when I talk to people, I don't like to use the term Christian. Christian has a bad name when people, when people in the world hear you say Christian, they automatically have a ideology of what to expect. And really what it says is we're supposed to be followers of Christ. We're supposed to be Christ-like. Not Christ, but Christ-like. And it said, and he says, 
pick up your cross, follow me. Mm-hmm. He didn't say pick up your cross and be a Baptist. He didn't say pick up your cross and be a Pentecostal. He said pick up your cross and follow me. We're supposed to try to be like Christ. Right. You know, and and some of the things that people don't understand, and, and I was one of them, we always think that we got to clean ourselves up before we can come to God yeah. or church. It's like, you know, I'm smoking or back then I, you know, I'd, I was smoking and drinking and cussing and all these things that we do as uh, humans. But really you got to come to God broken. Right. And he puts you back together and he changes you. And I tell people he changes you from the inside. He gives you a, a new yeah. heart. Mm-hmm. He puts a new heart in you. He gives you a new way to think. You're, you was blind and now you see, you see life totally different. You see everything totally different when mm-hmm. you accept Christ and you find out what real love is. Yeah. Right. And he starts changing you. He just, it just automatically, you can't help it because you get this sense of, you know, things are wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, we yeah. know when we're doing wrong. Right. That's a denial yeah. stage, right? So, or, you know, yeah. you know, you're doing, but you're, we still do it. Yeah. You almost have to get to the point where when you accept who you are yeah, and that means the brokenness and right. the, the addiction or whatever it is, then again, the heart then opens up to to the help and to God, yeah, sure. you know, cause I think a lot of times it's that denial. You just don't want to do bad no more. That's yeah. the way I feel. Right. I don't, yeah. I don't have, I have no desire to drink or do any kind of drugs that I did before or it really cause I don't have no desire to, to mm-hmm. say those because you can say the same thing just in a different, sure. you yeah. know, just project it differently. You don't have to, you know, some people, yeah, you know, every other word. I yeah. was I was that way. You know, yeah. I was in a service. You know, so you know, I did my time in and, and got out. And yeah, let me ask real quick. I want to interject. Where in uh, Where in Korea? I was stationed in Camp House, which was about fourteen miles south of the DMZ. I did okay. All right. So I was you, in Suwon. So that was we, we were, yeah, it was way south. Uh, a little bit about a half an hour outside of yeah, I was out of Seoul. So did you go to Pamijan when you was over? No. You didn't take a tour up there? No. So if if you was watching TV here a couple of weeks ago when mm-hmm. President Trump met with Kim Jong un, I was there. There in those buildings. Yeah. Yeah, In those buildings. And I watch a lot of Fox News. So we're, uh, uh, the one guy was up there, uh, Tucker Carlson, Mm -hmm. where he was at. That was the guard post that I was on. I spent uh, three months on the DMZ. We, when I, back then, the the U.S. patrolled sectors of the DMZ. Now we don't no more, but I was up there Hmm. for three months. I did. That's cool. Some, uh, so Brian, I didn't know. Did you serve mm-hmm. the Air Force? I did yeah, not know 85 that. Eighty-five to ninety. I know it's not your day to be on the podcast. No, but no that's why. I, yeah, that's why I had to interject. I kind of took us off the that. off did the you track. Spend a year there. over there. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah it's we, been a year. So it was a uh, good experience. Um, it's definitely opened your eyes to it, it how great does. America is, right? Yeah. <laughs> a, boy, I bet you they loved you, didn't they, man? Rise and shine yeah. early, organized. Organized. <laughs> and uh, real quick, we'll get back to shine your light. That's kind of where you I was over from. there in 88 during the Olympics, and that's when there was a lot of- I left um, in 87. A lot of 
um, tension, tension with the Americans and burning of the flag. And just, oh, yeah. it was a, yeah. it was an interesting year to, um, I'm glad I was out to be, you know, an American in a country where they don't want you there. But anyway, back to you, let's yeah. we'll reel this back to right. shine your light. We'll, we could talk later off the air, but, um, so, yeah, I mean, I wanted to kind of touch on, uh, you know, I see your social media presence and, yeah. you know, I'm inspired. I'm always inspired by those. And, and you know, it, it's it, no matter what we do. I mean, you could be discussing construction in a YouTube video or it doesn't necessarily have to be scripture, but there's how you deliver and you're positive and you're motivating, you know, voice is um is it, 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 it's infectious. It catches mm-hmm. people's attention. And then you kind of can, you know, I'm not saying you do that, but right, yeah. you don't always have to have, uh, we don't always have to have the scripture necessarily every day, but we, we need to be consistent in, in our message and whatever our message is, yeah. and it needs to share God yeah. and share Jesus Christ with those, you know, um, cause, and I just wanted to tell you, I appreciate, you know, seeing what you do on social media and your consistent the consistency there. To, yeah, it to is consistent. God. It definitely <laughs> it is. Very it's every day. Is. Yeah. 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 I, I guess I'm a creature of habit, you know, sure. um, OCD in a, in a sense, a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I just think, uh, you know, I, I, I want, I want people, all people even my enemies, I really don't have any, but you know, some people I don't get them wrong. You know, like I've been divorced twice. So even, even when I had hate for my two ex-wives, when I accepted Christ, he changed that. I don't have hate for them. I have love for them mm-hmm. because I was married to them and I did have children with them. And we always want to blame other people for our problems, you know, no matter what it is, it's your fault, right, not right. my fault. But God started, uh, you know, changing how I, my outlook and, you know, now I want everybody to have peace, love and joy and happiness that is available through Christ Mm -hmm. that I have. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yep. It's, it's so much, life is so much better. I've done so many things that if you would have told me in 2007 or any time before that, that I was going to be part of a wrestling ministry, traveling to North Carolina and Alabama and doing wrestling shows or up speaking. Or sitting on a podcast talking about God. (laughs) Or sitting on a podcast (laughs) or, or, um, you know, like at Summit Church, I opened up prayer a lot of times or even spoke at, at... I've done about three, two or three or four different churches I've spoke at. And, mm-hmm. and you know, um, if you would have said you're just going to do that, I'd be like, you know, you're crazy. That's But God's done so much, oh, you yeah. know. I mean, it's just he just opens doors up for you to to um, let your light shine mm-hmm. to just to show, you know, that God can can take a broken mess of a person and you know one of the things that you know I just I posted a couple weeks ago was you know I was so happy that he reached down and picked me up and put my path my feet on the path of righteousness you know it's and that's what I try to do you know Mm -hmm. I I just try try to stay on that path you know and walk because you know it says your footsteps are ordered from the Lord and and when you're walking in his righteousness 
things just happen. Mm, yes, they do. Things fall together. Blessings just keep coming your way. Yeah. People don't understand it. People can't comprehend it. And I can't explain it to them. Mm-hmm. We can't explain it to them. They wouldn't understand it. Right. It's because their eyes are not open to the truth, you know. So yeah. I just try to good I just try to be positive, yeah. man. And and, and uh, Gail and I both just you know put God in the center of everything we do, and um, we just yeah are really you know we just was talking the other day that you know we felt that this was a great move for us to come out here to uh, foundation. It's been really it's been really awesome. good for us. I Thank mean, you. it's we slowed down quite a bit. You know when Gail started going through her her. Um, breast cancer situation we was we was doing um gail was singing at the other church so they was singing that and we sing on friday nights mm-hmm. maybe at the coffee cup overflowing and then do outreaches and then practice and then we had church on um, thursday nights sunday mornings or sunday nights didn't do sunday mornings you know and then it mm-hmm. was constant we was we was really busy yeah and Gil needed a little rest and we just slowed down a little bit, you know. Right, sure. Sometimes just you just got to get fed for a second, yeah, yep, you know. Yeah. And Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We just so had that, to step I, back. What that brings me, is it time for the next question? Because yep. he kind of led to like, what do you think God's got, you know, in six months down the road or a year? Like, do you have, is he, is he talking to you guys in any way about anything? And I mean, I know you've mentioned to me here, like potentially like mobile ministry and stuff like that, which I'd love to be able to do, but anything like nah, beyond he, any of that or not really. I mean, we just, we just, we're just walking by faith, you know, whatever happens, you know, just like, you know, actually coming here, to, you know, and then Gail sure. getting this to the Shine Your Light um, podcast 100, and share yeah. her testimony. Yeah. And you guys have blessed me. I know, mean, like I can see God in your marriage. Um, like when I see you guys living the way you do, knowing the trial that was behind the scene, the what was up front was God. But I know sometimes when you're alone in your prayer closet, it's maybe the conversation is a little bit different in things because you're married and you, but uh, it encouraged me just to, and it still is to watch you guys walk in faith. Yeah. Yeah. Pastors don't always get preached to, but we do actually just not from a pulpit. It's from people like you or Gail. So it's, it's really blessed me. And I know some other people I've talked to in the church, just watching you guys walk by faith has been a real, real big blessing. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 we appreciate that. You know, we, we're really happy to come here. I mean, we're happy and real excited about the new move that's yeah. hopefully mm-hmm. taking place, you know. Uh, it, it's supposed to be Monday at four o'clock. <laughs> yeah. You know, the first time we went down there and um, seen the place, it was like, you know, that's that, that was a no brainer. Of course, I know you got to go mm-hmm. through things and you yeah. got to check things out. But, you know, it's it's a it's a blank canvas, yep. you know, and I see a lot of good things going to come out of it personally. I mean, I just feel it in my spirit. You know I mean, it's I mean? right where we can do some outreach too, which yeah. I love. I don't yes. know exactly what that's going to look like, but Hey, you know, we only got to go down the street, you know, next door across the street to, you know, reach some people that might need a little help, you yeah. know, and yeah. Yeah, I really like that. Get that location. building out there and, and get it in the eyes of people to see it, you know, like, this is a cool place, but it's it's just oh, a yeah. corner. And Some people still don't. They are like, "Where are you at?" They'll right. call me and say, "I yeah. passed it." Now I'm all I'm all the way down here by Barn and Bunk. Right. So, so it's going to be awesome. Get it painted up and 
and uh yep. you know get yep. things get things rolling i know it's going to take some time but you sure, guys it seems like you guys got your heads together and and, and so uh, he's mentioned to me about so about i don't know this has been maybe a month ago or so i think it was even just when i was in myrtle beach probably god kind of revealed this to me or maybe right before i left i can't remember but so we got this trailer back here mm-hmm. and then kind of when we had this the whole uh tornadoes go through there in dayton i thought how cool would it be to have a ministry that could go up there and set up camp for even if it's two three four five six hours or who knows god willing it it might turn into something where we set up camp for a week or whatever but where we're providing things for the community um you know we could deck out this trailer and maybe buy another uh, uh, one where we could serve food out of and stuff so um god's really really been working on me to, yeah, one, to, to see how that might look mm. but man we've got a lot of potential with that one of the things that when i was uh, mentioning it to you is i mean we go to get around a lot like hamilton has their um pumpkin fest and, mm-hmm. and they have their concert series down there like right. tonight yep. you know my my thought was like if you had a, a trailer yeah. or whatever you, you know you got foundation on the side you set up a a tent you know with and then you just hand out water and and you just have a presence there i'm not saying you're preaching anybody but when somebody comes up and says hey what's going on hey uh we're just foundation church man we're just giving out water you know uh hanging out listening to music or whatever and you know if you if you need something you want to pray about something you want to talk about anything hey you want to talk about cars we'll talk about cars you know just just we can start that ASAP. That sounds yeah. too easy. The trailer's sitting back there. I got a graphic guy right here. Yeah, he can let's do it. I, I think yeah. you know that things like that. And, and here a couple. It seemed like a few months ago. I, I seen they had a tent set up here in Trenton, and they was doing some Bible reading or something. Did anybody else catch that? I don't know about the tent, but I always see the guys down there near Domino's and all that. And they're on they the They was doing like a 24-hour yeah. or 48-hour yes. yes. Bible reading. Somebody yep. would come and read. And it, I wanted to go up there and check it out, but it kind of rained. And, and I didn't really see it until it was almost over. But I'm just talking about when they have these events. Yeah, just like, hanging out, like chilling. At, maybe at Trenton when mm-hmm. the cops are doing their thing. I see they do things. We can and, easily do that. You know, like just, just you know getting out where people say hey you know what's that yeah you don't look like you go to church man you're a biker you're a harley you know what i mean you're not wearing a tie and a white dress shirt (laughs) you know just just getting out just getting out in the public and and being a presence not being somebody that's bible telling you you're going you know this is going to happen to you if you don't change your ways you know we just we're just loving on people and we're just hanging out and Mm -hmm. and you know, people need prayers. Just make our presence known at, at, at um, you know, just like at the, mm-hmm. at the bike fest sure. that we went to, yeah. um, Gail's brother, he's part of the Christian Motorcycle Association of Dayton. And they had a tent set or a booth or a canopy set up and they was handing out waters and bracelets mm-hmm. and things sure. like that. You know, yep. Yep. just, good. just where we can, you know, start doing that, you know, like, yeah, don't need anything yeah. in return. Yeah. Just ministry. I mean, just water, just give them water. Or, uh, or talking to people or, you know, making our presence known like, Hey, you yeah. know, what, what's, what's foundation about who, wh- what are you guys? Sure. Who are you? What are you? Or what's going on? You know, yeah, it's, Hey, we're awesome. just, we're just a church, man. We're just out here. We're just people like you are. And we're out here to 
give out water and, yeah. you know, talk to you if, yeah. if you want to cool. talk or if you have, you yeah. know, because people's got so many problems that they keep inside that they don't want to talk sure. about. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Well, you know, we'll, uh, we'll get that on the action plan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that already. So, yeah. But man, that's been an awesome story. Yeah. Um, Randall, you are a, you are an inspiration. Um, you shine in your light here tonight with us. Um, yeah, and, I appreciate uh, it. yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we'll be, uh, uh, thanks for sharing your story. Uh, I got a, and, a whole testimony on, uh, YouTube Sorber 55. It's about an hour and a half long. I need to check that out. If, yeah. if somebody's got the time to listen to it, it goes yeah. more in detail, step by step by step, how, when I accepted Christ and, and I share about when, how Jesus saved me when sure. I was a, as a kid and he right. real, he revealed it to me and just how, how God's moved. I know we we're on limited time and, right. and we're just sharing, you know, um, different stories you know yeah. that, that we're talking about here trying so to fit it all in sorber, real quick you sorber know? 55 is, it, is that what it is sorber 55 on, um, on, on youtube, look YouTube okay. and, and right. uh, gail's got uh, i we'll got gail's testimony on there where she shared at um at the biker ministry that mm -hmm. we was part of and then i shared mine just coming home from church one night um somebody spoke a word and it and it just hit me hard and um I went home and I had to make a video. I made an hour and a half video and it didn't record, so I had to do it all over. Oh man, <laughs> I've been a, there. And it was about and it was about a hundred degrees in my garage. Yeah, and I was leaning on that bike. But, but God tried, you know. Yeah. God laid it on my heart, and the yeah. enemy tried to keep me from yeah. doing it. And I says, you know, I don't care if I got to stay up till two in the morning. I I got got you it done. Do it. Yeah. And uh, put it on there. So you know, if somebody wants to listen to it and listen to that and hear something really a little more in, in detail sure. you know they could they could jump on there and check it out plus gail's got her a little bit of her testimony okay on there and then i got some other you know like where i spoke at some churches talking about how god opened doors for me okay you know it's good I mean, god's yeah. just, just god's just amazing you know awesome awesome <laughs> We could well, go on. Yeah, we could. We could. So well, thanks for uh, checking out. Everybody check out Sorber 55 on YouTube yep. To, yep. to get some more detail and, uh, you know, look forward to, you know, what what God's got in store for. I know you said you guys are taking a taking a break, um, focusing on what you feel God's Just got you focusing on and maybe excited to see what um, God's going to do with you. Yep. here in the future and maybe mm -hmm. a trailer rolling down the road. Yeah. So <laughs> Pastor Scott, you want to say anything on the close? Uh, no, nah, just piggybacking on what you said. I've been yeah. blessed by watching them uh, just, just grow and, and be a testimony and knowing that they're, uh, they're going through some stuff and it's just a blessing. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, everybody, thank you for checking us out on the shine your light episode 14. We'll be back here soon. I think um, we'll be back next week. Yep. So, um, and uh, stay tuned and we're out. All right. Peace. Peace.